0: <laughs> podcast
1: inside of a podcast. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, oh, oh shit! Oh, we're going, we're oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Super Clash. Well, oh, oh, oh wow! It is the Super Clash podcast, a podcast about shorter games. It is episode eighty-four. I am bruised. What? I'm Connor, but what? You hit me with the belt! Oh, I think you said you're Bruce. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I'm bruised. Oh okay. I'm, but I'm kale. Uh, so yeah, how was your week, Connor? Oh, it was great. What, what are you doing with my phone? And by that I mean it was awful. Oh God, this—it it was very stressful. This this week especially has just been particularly particularly hard just for my mental health. It's like I I. Like, I've been just having, like, these, 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 uh, like, sensory overload a lot this week, where I wake up in the morning, um, I'm trying to get, like, make my breakfast and, uh, take care of the animals, and there's, like, like, pants cooking on, on, on the stove, my cats are going wild because they want to be fed, and Fuzzball meows, like, every half second when he's hungry. Oh. So it's like, wow wow wow, meow, wow. So combine that with trying to pay attention to my eggs, and then Kiva wants her dinner, or, I'm sorry, breakfast, so she's whining, combined with me also boiling water for coffee. I, I don't know. I, I probably ended up doing this to myself, but there was just way too much going on to the point where, like, I was just having, like, like almost a
0: borderline panic attack. I You know, I feel like that some mornings, like... I'll get up and I'm letting the dogs out and they're like wild and hyper. And then the Mm -hmm. birds like screaming at me because the dogs are all wound up. And I'm just like, "I I just need coffee. And then I like pinged about work stuff while I'm like trying to get my coffee ready. I'm like, that is stop, please.
1: That is like, that's one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to like work is whenever you have a break, or like sometime in the morning, you're already getting a text or you're sitting on your break or at lunch and you get pings like, hey, Connor, could you do this and that? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no,
0: because this is my time. Yeah. Or you got people like messaging you like first thing in the morning. So you roll out a, you know, my very first thing I do when I start waking up in the mornings. I just kind of look at my phone to see what time it is. And you look and there's a bunch of messages. So of course you read them and now you're awake. You've woken up early now mm-hmm. and you're like, God damn it. Why are you like this? Yeah. yeah there's just,
1: I hate working. Can we just, can we just like, like just put all our money into a lottery and just try to win it. So we don't have to work ever again.
0: Yeah. You know, I think, I think some of us weren't built to work. Yeah. I, I think I'm one of those. I, I don't think I need to I'm, work. I
1: think I'm built to uh, be just be standing on the street corner. Well, how I, that's, that's, how I, that's that's
0: how I make my money. That's a different way, but okay, sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, it just really hasn't been much going on. I have no interesting stories other than me crying. Mm. But That's not that interesting. Shh, I'm going to cut that part out.
0: No, you're going to keep that out. No, end. you're right. I should probably keep it. Well, the only thing that I've really been doing is I've been watching a good amount of new anime. Yeah. Like, I've uh, been watching, God, I'm, like, not good with the names of any of them. Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro is one of them. Uh, good Tomo-chan one. is a girl. I've been watching that one. Um, Oh, uh, Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible. I still need to see that. I, I, I need to get your high dive information for that, though. All right, all right, all right. Um, and then, oh, gosh, what's that Iceman show? You've been watching it, too. <coughs> oh, my God. Did you cough up a lung. Yeah. Um, I think it's called Ice Guy and His Cool Female Colleague. Yeah, that one, that one. I've been watching that one. And then there's Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie. I've been mm-hmm. watching that one. So quite a few. And for me, I've been watching Buddy Daddies,
1: which I've been begging you, you got to get past the first episode. It gets to be adorable. I'll probably watch it. I mean, no, I've just go. got a
0: lot going on. Okay, fair enough. There's a, there's a lot that I'm watching. and Fair enough.
1: Trying to watch all these animes, re- reading all this manga, playing video games. Yeah, I've so, actually
0: been trying to read more of my manga, too. So,
1: I've actually been um, <clears throat> diving more and more into uh, audiobooks. I never really liked like reading reading, and you can thank high school for that or just Uh-oh. school in general like i never liked the idea of being forced to read a specific book and that i think i think that would turn a lot of people off from reading instead of just like encouraging kids to read hmm. you know reading what they want but
0: i always enjoyed reading i actually stopped enjoying reading when i got to high school because i felt that when i got to high school A lot of the books you read, they made you, at least the teachers I had, the books that you would read were ones they wanted you to read for pretentious reasons. Like, they're like, oh, I want you to read Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance because it is so deep and what I want you to do is I want you to read one of the chapters and I want you to find all the hidden meanings that are in each chapter. And I'm sitting there just like... Did you really read something called The Zen of Motorcycle Riding? Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. That was a oh. book that... I, it was terrible. I'm sorry if anybody really loves that book. It's terrible. And the teacher that I had... Um, it was... AP English? My AP literature teacher, she was good. My AP English teacher, he was beyond pretentious. And you, mm. if you saw the dude, you'd be like, yeah. Yeah, he's pretentious. Um, and... That's pretty much all the books that he liked were very, like, up-their-own-ass kind of books. Mm-hmm. And sort of, like, if you read things that you enjoy, you have a, a much greater experience, and you tend to actually look more into the deeper meanings of it naturally. Yeah,
1: and <clears throat> that's that's kind of something that I discovered, too. Like, So, for anyone who, who doesn't know, there is an app out there called Libby. Mm-hmm. And what Libby is, is you can type in the, your, um, your zip code and it'll find um, your local library. Mm-hmm. And then you would t- – if you have a library card from that library, you can put in your library card number and you have access to digital audiobooks and even digital books that from your library. Mm-hmm. So like you can reserve – like there's like 22 copies or, or an X amount of copies of this audiobook that you can check out and you can have it for like 25 days to listen to your book. And it's been great. Yeah. I've been really enjoying it.
0: I think Midcontinent, uh, our library system in, in our state, I think they actually have their own like audiobook streaming stuff that you can yeah. do. Yeah,
1: and it's great. I, I literally just finished a book today called Upgrade, which is it's, it's not based off the film Upgrade, even though it's very similar. Uh, This this book was basically about uh this guy that got infected With a virus that that changed his genes completely, so now he's like smarter. Um, he's he's a little bit more like faster. He's 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 almost superhuman. Mm. And then he then he finds out that his sister was infected with the same virus, and she wants to replicate it to try to evolve the species. Mm. And there there's a lot of um like discussions on why that's that is and is not a good idea it it was all around like a really good book. Like I wasn't so sure um a couple chapters in like I was halfway through the book and I'm like I'm not so sure about this, but then the ending rolled around and I ended
0: up really enjoying it. Um with with audiobooks I tried giving them a shot um and I, I was actually really into them in college when I, I had a commute back and forth to college. So it was a long drive. Mm-hmm. And if I needed to read a book for a class or for a project, it worked out well because I could you know listen to it as I was driving. So I'm multitasking in a way. Right. right. And the, the hard part for me, though, now is I don't have a lot of like free increments that are big chunks of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I did want to read something, you know, if I had a book I could pick up, kind of skim what I read before and then read, uh, forward and, and read a few more pages or a few more chapters or whatever. Whereas with an audio book, there's not a real quick way to like skim through what you just went over. So like, I'll lose my place. It won't really make any sense to me anymore. Mm-hmm. And so that's just kind of where I am in life with those.
1: So far I haven't really ran into that problem. Like the only problem I ran into with audiobooks is, is I'd be listening to it and I if I'm like really focused on a task and they're like, wait a minute, what, what what happened in the last twenty seconds and I would just I would just rewind like twenty seconds and then get some of the context then move move on. It's but, really
0: good for car rides, like on the highway where you're just kinda like your brain's on autopilot anyway. And
1: and also just with me where it's it's generally just harder for me to absorb something when I'm reading. I'm mm. I'm more of an like an audio learner. I, I always was an audio learner, and yeah. I I can retain information better by listening to something other than reading. So,
0: yeah, I uh, I'm I'm the opposite. I'm far more visual because uh, I have a I don't know if I want to call it a photographic memory. It's not that in depth. I have a, what I call like a pseudo photographic memory. Whereas like, if I see something written. I'm more likely to recall it in my head visualizing the words that I saw together on a piece of paper than if I heard it. Interesting. The way I process things that I've heard is do I need it right away? All right. I'm thinking it over. I'm storing it. If my brain doesn't see an immediate need for it, it chucks it out the window (laughs) immediately. And it's a bad habit, I know. But sometimes I'll be in, like, meetings for work, and if I can't connect the pieces to stuff I'm doing right now if it's just like information that's not really connected to anything my brain just chucks it out immediately mm. and that sucks but eh. yeah. <laughs> well, what what can you do record all your meetings that's what i do. oh gotcha
1: <laughs> so yeah that's kind of all that's been kind of going on in this week i like get i'm sorry if it's already if it's already seems kind of like a downer episode but we're just downer people <laughs> what can you do I'm gonna go cry deeply into a pillow. You stop it right now. You're bringing down the mood. I've already brought down the mood. You don't bring up the mood. I don't know what. Get out of my house. <laughs> As I smile at you. No, video games. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because this is this is this is a video game podcast, not a not a depressing podcast. I mean, it can be both. Yeah, that's true. So I do have a confession to make. I know I said in the last episode I was going to do hmm. However, mm-hmm. I could not get myself to step away from Dead Space. I just kept playing Dead Space. Hmm.
0: Weird. I thought I kind of thought that was going to happen. but
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm.
0: It's all right, you know. It's, it's
1: You know me so well. It's almost as if we've been friends for almost 10 years. <laughs> oh, God, it's been that long. It was around, uh, what was it, 2012? When we were... Uh, uh, we, when 20, Cap-
0: uh, I graduated high school in 2011 and started college immediately after. Yeah, and that, in that business class, we were wearing mm. the same band shirt. It was either the end of 2011, beginning of 2012, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm. been 10
1: years, buddy. God damn, dude. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but yeah. Dead Space. Uh I said I, I mentioned a lot of some of the new features in the last episode, but for those who didn't listen to the, to the uh uh last episode, obviously Dead Space the first game had a remake. It, and it was re, it was made by uh Motive Interactive, it's either Motive Interactive or Motive Studios. Mm. It, it, it's an EA company uh released this year in 2023 and I think how long to beat had it at what 12 hours? Uh, About twelve hours. Yes, I think so. Yeah. yeah, and that's if you and that's if you uh like run straight straight through the story without doing any of the side missions, and this really brought back a lot of memories for me when I first played this game. This I I think I think this game. I I remember it being. I l- I mean this is a good way. I don't remember being. It being as scary as it is, really, yeah. Because like the and it could also it could be because of like the better technology. Because like I I remember uh, Dead Space always kind of having a very creepy creepy atmosphere, you know. And um, there were a lot of jump scares in it. Honestly, it didn't really feel like there's there's that many jump scares. I mean, I mean, yeah, like Necromorph will pop out, you know. Mm-hmm. But there 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 seems to be like a buildup. You know, or or it's or it's like right down the hall to where you can react. It doesn't really, they don't really sneak up on you. Mm. I remember them popping out of like
0: vents and stuff, and they
1: they still do that, but it's <clears throat> but it's not really random, you know, honesty. Hmm. But I think a lot of it, though, wh- I'm gonna go back real fast. The reason why it feels so scary, because because they added 3D sound oh. to it on the PS5. Um, it's not, it's not on by default. Did you use a headset when you played I it? I use my, I use my headset. Uh, that'll do it. Um, I, it's, it's not on by default. So you have to go to the settings to set it to 3d audio mm. and it is terrifying. I it could. is very unsettling.
0: I don't know if I'd play that one with 3d audio, but though I do. No, I, I, I would wholeheartedly recommend playing this with 3d audio. I wonder if you get a similar effect playing it with like, I wonder if it has like support for Atmos. We would have the look. But but
1: there there were times where like cuz you know near the end of the game when when Isaac is 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 having influences from the marker you start hearing like he start hear blah, blah, blah. Really? he starts hearing voices. Yeah. You hear that in your headphones and it literally sounds like it's all around you.
0: Oh gosh.
1: Mhm. Like That's I wild. I was hearing voices behind me and just all around terrifying. And <clears throat> So yeah, so that that's kind of a, a really nice upgrade. Is this is the sound design? Another nice up upgrade, obviously, is the visuals. It is a stunning looking game. It looked gorgeous. It yeah, and what they added some some nice details to where if you're shooting a necromorph's limbs, skin will start popping off, and you can start seeing the muscle and the bone. Mm. So it's it, it kind of follows suit of um, Doom Eternal, where when you do damage the enemies you see uh chunks uh flying off and so you uh-huh. you can you kind of visually see um how close the enemy is to death hmm. so it, it's a very nice little detail nice so and they also did like quality of life improvements and also um complete mechanic redesign as well to where like do you remember in the first dead space uh the zero-gravity sections is you would just walk, and then you press, like, triangle or Y, and you would just kind of float to the next wall and then stand up on it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: They they completely redesigned it to more like the Dead Space 2 zero-gravity mechanics, to where you have a full full 360-degree movement. Mm. And it works very well. And, and it, it makes... Like the, the puzzle solving in those areas a lot easier.
0: That's good because that part always felt kind of clunky to me.
1: It did, it's especially uh, in in the original, to where you kind of had to uh, um, release the asteroid, mm-hmm. you know, and and you kind of had to be very quick about the uh, about landing on the asteroid, then immediately jumping over before those little, spinny things cut you in half. Those were fun. Yeah. That I remember that that section frustrated the hell out of me when I, when I first played that. <laughs> but that's no longer really the issue with the new uh zero gravity because you can literally just stasis them and then just float right past them. You don't have the land on on the uh, asteroid anymore. Oh, okay. So oh, it's just so good and uh they also added uh side missions. Okay. To where like you can you can kind of uh, kind of follow your, your girlfriend's Nicole like journey as as the uh, as the threat of the necromorphs increase. You kind of try kind of track down a, of what she was doing. You can get a backstory on Doctor Mercer who kind of spearheaded this whole uh, necromorph invasion. Um, you there's doors that have different security clearances, which is a really good idea. Yeah, makes um, sense. Because in Dead Space, you could always go back to previous sections in the original game, but there was really no reason to. Uh, that's true. Uh having security doors that you can come back to later and you're rewarded for it adds the incentive to go back to those earlier areas. And they they last a long What well, well, I can't really quite find the words. I just lost the words I was look I was trying to find uh, what, what, uh, my God, um, did I just stroke out? I think so. I just fucking completely stroked out. This is
0: a little droopy now, I think. <laughs>
1: Why do I smell burning toast? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, Aww. it's like Bo Burnham. <laughs> if you smell burning toast, you're either having a stroke over cooking your toast. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, but yeah, so, uh, near the end of the game is when you'll start, uh, doing A side mission to where you can be, ha, ha, um, have master clearance, and that that mission in itself takes a while. Like you will get that about halfway through the game, and you won't complete it till about four chapters later.
0: I kind of wonder if I would even engage with that personally.
1: I I would wholeheartedly recommend it because it's worth it. You get rewarded for it with like ammo, lore, um, yeah. up, um power nodes. Because, because I have a hard
0: time with backtracking though.
1: Well, I know, but, like, especially if you're trying to upgrade your weapons, mm. almost every single door that's locked behind some kind of security clearance has a power node. Mm. So it's, it's absolutely worth it for those power nodes. Power nodes, for those who are, not, who are not familiar, you use those to upgrade your weapons at a
0: workbench. Does your map indicate areas that you've been in before? Yes. Oh, uh, that's at there, least there's,
1: good. There's different color, colors of what's explored and unexplored. That's good. Cool. Um they're very similar in color but this but the goddamn new... No, it. hold on. Hold on. Hold on, my colorblind friend. There was colorblind settings.
0: Ayo, thank god. Yeah. I'm glad most developers are getting on board with that. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. And anyone that gatekeeps that get the fuck out.
0: See See that would actually make it more accessible and make me want to possibly go back. I think the thing that I don't like and what I would say or maybe like a PS3 360 generation of games is when they hid stuff in like, Oh, you can come back to this later when you have this item, they don't really indicate where. So I'm like wandering through old levels that I've already been through getting lost and frustrated. I hate that.
1: The map, the map is very, very clear and easy to read. Like um, on the map, it'll show like unexplored room and then a little shield Mm. With a one, two or three telling you what security clearance you need for it. Oh. And so yeah. And also you can you can track side missions and then click the click the stick and it'll tell you where to go. Do
0: enemies respawn in those old areas?
1: They do, but it's very few and far between. Like there'll be maybe be like one. Okay. So. But for the most part you can you can explore those areas fairly freely. Okay. Um but one thing that's really nice, too, that about, with the side missions is that it tells you when you can and cannot complete the side mission. You, just, you, you don't just fly by the seat of your pants. The Master secure, Security uh, side mission is a good example to where if I need to pick up a certain rig from an important person on the Ishimura, there is a notification on the side mission that says this, this is inaccessible because you have not unlocked this area yet. And it lets you know when it is accessible. okay. so it's like very small details just to make the experience better and more more in tune with this with kind of this generation of gaming. it's it's so good nice. and I I forget just how much I love this series and it breaks my heart that
0: Bistral Studios was shut down. Yeah, I I hope they do the series justice. I think it's worth giving the same treatment to Dead Space Two and Dead Space Three, and then by the time they're done remaking those, I think it would be prime time to do an actual like four in some way or another. Yeah,
1: like or or, or at least a a game in that universe. universe. Yes, yes, definitely. So, but we'll see because EA does this really weird thing to to where. Once in a blue moon, or once every ten blue moons, <laughs> yeah. um, they release something like groundbreaking, like like Titanfall two, super super good single player experience. Yep, um, Jedi Fallen Order, super super good. Yep. This game, super super good, or this remake, I should say, super super good. But then they do this really weird thing where they where they take ten thousand steps back. Yep uh like literally right off the heels of this remake they cancel Titanfall Titanfall 3 any other and like some kind of Apex Legends Titanfall crossover single player game they they do th- i i i get from a business standpoint a single player game doesn't give you um uh, they don't generate consistent revenue you get money
0: once unless you release DLC yeah
1: but at the same time like you think you would want like like incredible games underneath your belt you you want your legacy to be these games rather than your revenue mm-hmm. like like naughty dog with uncharted and the last of us or um uh kunami with silent hill and metal gear solid well yeah. kunami's another story but you know what i mean yeah but you you think you would want want legacy combined with with revenue but ea just chose revenue
0: and i think if you release a game that is of the quality of like a dead space or a jedi fallen order those games become like i'm trying to think of the best way to say it but like they become something that will continue to generate revenue for you in unforeseen ways in the future. Cuz if people have like wonderful fond memories of the Dead Space games, even if you're not releasing games, you can release merch. You can release, you know, side stories, you can license it out for books or TV shows or whatever. If somebody truly loves an IP you've made and it's a single player that you can't keep generating microtransactions off of, you can still make money in other ways off it. And even then, like with Dead Space, you can you can
1: release new suits. Yep. And, and maybe even a, n- a new weapon once in a while. You can still, in a way, generate revenue. If the game is good and every single little thing you release is polished and tested, people will buy it.
0: Yeah. I liked how they did this for a while, and they completely abandoned this idea, I think. But if you, I want to say it's if you had a save file for Dead Space and you played Mass Effect, you got a Dead Space themed outfit in Mass oh, Effect. Oh, that is cool. And I think they did that with several different games. Can you imagine like, oh, yeah, you have a save file for Jedi Fallen Order. You're playing Dead Space. You get an exclusive outfit or weapon or something like that's dope. I like that. That
1: is so dope.
0: <laughs> I'd keep doing that. And I, modern games have done that too, like Monster Hunter World did that, where if you had a Street Fighter save file, you could do a Street Fighter mission and yeah. unlock Street Fighter characters. So like, do do cool, fun stuff like that. It doesn't have to all be like no crazy. I don't know multiplayer experiences. Like I don't I don't think a lot of these single player games need multiplayer experiences. I know that was a big we always harp on this game, but a you know, big complaint about um. The Last of Us was the, oh, it doesn't have multiplayer. And I'm like. Who cares? it's Nobody. Who was playing it for that, right? Right. Some people do, but whatever.
1: <laughs> which I Which I heard that The Last of Us multiplayer was actually pretty good, but. It was
0: good. It was just unnecessary. Yeah. It was just like, I have this wonderful Sunday, and now I have sprinkles on top. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, okay, I could take or leave the sprinkles, but whatever. Yeah, you whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, that's.
1: The Dead Space remake, it is amazing. I love it. Anyone that works at Motive, convince EA already,
0: remake the second one. Start right now. It was so good, it made him forego his responsibilities of playing the other game to play it. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. I have nothing else (laughs) to say. I have no excuse. (laughs) What
0: would you play, Connor? I don't want to talk about it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I played Minecraft Dungeons, and Minecraft Dungeons is a dungeon crawler um, that's developed by Mojang Studios and Double Eleven and was published by Xbox Game Studios, and it's a spin-off of Minecraft, the open-world sandbox game. Um, It was released for uh, PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and Series X and s um and the initial release for it was in 2020 with the series x and s version coming out in 2021 um this game is honestly a lot better than i imagined it would be okay not gonna lie
1: i had no idea about this game like i just heard the name minecraft dungeons had no idea what it was about i honestly thought it was like a tell a Telltale game. There is a Telltale game. I know no. there is, but, but I, I thought this was like another version of the of a Telltale game. I didn't realize it was a dungeon crawler.
0: So this one... The, makes sense. The premise is uh, you're familiar with some Minecraft canon, right? Right. So you know that there are illagers, right? Mm-hmm. So there is an illager that was... Um, disowned by his own kind and he wandered around and then he ended up finding this relic that gave him all of this power. And so he used it to control armies and is basically going throughout the kingdom, um, taking over all these areas. Mm -hmm. Essentially he's become this like tyrant. And so your goal is to, um, take him down basically. And so you play in a top down dungeon crawler game And you go from world to world accomplishing various missions in the story at a very high level. Uh, The gameplay is structured in such a way where you can play it up to, I want to say up to four players. And so I played it with my wife. And your character, you can do multiple different things with them as you level them up. So each character can have an armor slot they can have a um, a primary weapon slot which can be things like a sword, an axe, a whip, things like that. They get a uh, long range weapon slot which can be like a crossbow, bow and arrow, etc. Um, and then you get three other item slots where you can use for like amulets, you can use it for a fishing rod, you can use it for this or that, different things that give you different advantages. And the way that you power up these weapons is you use enchantments on them, which enchantments are like skill points in this game. Okay. Essentially. So each weapon can have up to three enchantment slots on it from what I've seen, and you can choose one of multiple paths for each enchantment. So you might have two different enchantment options for the first slot three for the second one, et cetera, et cetera. It goes on. And then you can upgrade that enchantment three times on each weapon. The good part about it is let's say you found a level three bow and arrow. You maxed out its enchantments, but then you found a level 10 bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, shit, you can salvage that first one. get all your enchantments back, all your enchantment points back, and then you can enchant the new one as well that many times. Right? So it's, It's good in the way they handle that. Yes. Um, And I I mentioned that the weapons um, and armor all have levels. Um, So do the additional items you collect as well. So you can get like a level one fishing rod or a level 10 fishing rod. um, And they do different things. Additionally, uh, you can do cosmetic things like give yourself a cape or things like that. You can also have a pet that goes with you and does various things. Um, And then some of the uh upgrades and enchantments that you get for your weapons or armor can also spawn allies too like one of the the best ones is my wife got this armor that you can upgrade and when you roll with your character it spawns bees oh my god so you have these bees that come and they'll attack the enemies for you <laughs> that's awesome so that's that's a lot of fun and in this game as you're traversing through the levels you see a lot of the very common enemies from Minecraft, such as the creeper, the uh, zombies, the skeletons, um, a lot of things like that. They treat things like the Enderman as kind of like a mini boss. Mm -hmm. So he'll have like a health bar, take more hits, cause more damage. Uh, What I've learned with this game is, while I wouldn't consider it like ungodly hard, it can be punishing if you play it stupid. So you don't want to just simply charge headfirst into a conflict and let yourself get surrounded by a horde of enemies. And then just them hack away at you. Right. That's a quick way to die. First of all. And once you go down, if you're playing with just one other person, like I was, it can be challenging for that person to get to you to heal you back up. If you're surrounded by a horde, they have to fight through that horde to get to you. So, don't play it stupid basically. Do you lose all your stuff on death or do you keep all your stuff? So we haven't died enough times for me to be certain. You get a you get a handful of lives for each level. We've mm-hmm. gotten down to our last life before once when we kind of played it a little fast and loose in the beginning. But it's not very punishing with that. It just kind of like pops you back a little bit and just lets you keep going from where you were. Okay. Um so that part's nice. I will say that you have to, as the game progresses, you have to play it a little smarter. So you want to be very conscientious of all the different items and upgrades you have. So for example, like you have a health bar, you have a potion button that you can hit, Mm -hmm. but it, it takes a while to respawn, but you can equip multiple different items that can either like boost your armor boost your attack etc and those items you have in your item slots your three item slots they recharge as well so if you're going into combat you might want to pop your shield item that gives you you and your partner shields go in there and fight and hey maybe one of you um is still recharging their potion have them back off boost their shields so that they can take a few more hits and you go and like fight in front of them basically. you gotta use some teamwork and some strategy a little bit. nice. Um, I will say though, uh, I my confession is I didn't finish this game. despite how long to beat saying you can beat it in four hours, if you play with someone who plays these kind of games like my wife plays these games, you're not gonna beat it in four hours. Because there is a lot of, the maps are very large in this game. And if you have somebody in your party who wants to explore every inch of a map and collect every item, it's going to take you some time. I'm raising my hand. I'm that person. Yeah. We played three different maps, and we probably spent five to six hours playing it. Um, And so it's very easy to sink a ton of time into this game. Um, so I, I kind of gave a lot of my, my praise on it so far. Um, I guess not necessarily praise. I basically explained the game, but those are also the things that I really like about this game. I like the depth, the amount of customization you can do. I, I think the, the strategy aspect of it is very satisfying and being able to constantly upgrade yourself and mix and match your enchantments and stuff like that. It's a lot of fun to do and the combat so far has seemed pretty smooth and i don't think anything has been unfair so far okay my complaints are very minimal but my biggest one well i don't know it's it's kind of minor even though it's a it's an issue but whatever whatever the loading screens they act like the game is going to crash every time and i'm playing this on switch so whatever but it's not a very like intensive game resource wise. I wouldn't think I've played definitely, you know, higher caliber games on it that didn't have these issues. Mm -hmm. Basically the loading screen is supposed to be like playing music and then like slowly panning in, but it's like stutter, stutter, stop stutter. And then the music's like cutting out. And I'm like, that that just looks and sounds bad. If you were going to have that kind of issue with the load screen, make it a static image with no music. Like, it sounds worse that yeah, way. So it sounds like a optimization issue. Like it's trying to load in the world, but it's also like freaking out while it's doing it. Hmm. So that part's annoying. Um and then the other complaint I had about it is there's a lot of DLC for this game. Story DLC. So I don't have any sort of problem with that, but it feels like they kind of shove it in your face. Like they they want just Minecraft. They want you to buy more. They're like they, they display all of the DLC areas on the map with the main stuff. So you have to look at all these areas that you don't have while you're playing the game. And it's like, come on, can't you just, like, put that in a different area so I don't have to look at it all the time? So the, the microtransaction is a little bit, like, in your face, you know, but mm-hmm. that's whatever. And so far, like... um. I've enjoyed the game a lot. I'd probably give it like an 8 out of 10 so far. I, okay. I do want to finish it. So my wife and I have already discussed it, and we, we do want to keep playing it. Sounds like something I need to pick up. It's a lot of fun. Because
1: when, when I played Nobody Saves the World, which is a dungeon crawler, I had a lot of fun with fun with that. And so
0: I'd knows? say if, if you can find a copy, there, they have an Ultimate Edition now that just has all the DLC for like $30. bucks. i would say just get that. There has to be a PS4 or PS5 version. There's a PS4 version. There's no PS5 version. Well, unfortunately. I'll pick
1: up a PS4 and take advantage of that PS5
0: SSD. There you go, Peach. So yeah. Anyway, I mean, it's, go ahead. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, give it a shot when you get a chance, and let me know what you think. If you like Diablo, you'd probably like this game. Okay, it's like a Diablo light. You know, okay, It's cool. It's a lot of fun. So uh, what what? I don't know if you gave Dead Space a score. Oh, that's a nine. Nine out of ten. Yeah. All right. All right. So. What are you
1: plan next week? The game I said I was going to play this week. him. As long as something else didn't come along that well, I little... can't afford Hogwarts Legacy right now and that's not even in in our criteria. So Yeah, I guess that's true. All right. I could just spend 15 hours uh, um Avaticadaving everyone. <laughs> all right, all right. But yeah, so that's I super super promise. This time. You're going to play Toem. I'm going to play Toem. I'm going to take this weekend to, to maybe play with some of the new game plus with Dead Space. Just mm. just, to, just to see. Next week, Kale will
0: be reviewing new game plus and Dead Space. <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. <laughs> I promise it'll be Toem this time. I'm going to call
0: your wife a few days before the podcast, and I'm going to see how far you are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she she walks into the li- living room with, it, with a newspaper.
0: <laughs> so, so Whacks you upside the head. Connor
1: it. called me. He said you're supposed to be playing Toa. I'm playing Honey Pop. Never heard of it. It's a waifu game. Oh, wait. I think I've seen this
0: in our shared Steam library. It's like a puzzle game where you're dating women i think i've never played it my wife has actually played and beat it okay um but i'm gonna try it on steam deck and see how it is i might run into issues with it because i think it's um like a color matching game so hopefully, hopefully there's colorblind settings yeah yeah i might run into some issues we'll see if i have complaints next week <laughs> so we'll see on that only time or tell But that'll pretty
1: much do it for us, guys. If you like the show, like and subscribe. Or if you don't like the show, tell your friends. Maybe they'll like it. We also have merch, which is down in the description below. And thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.